0: This is College Hockey Southwest Weekly, your source for college hockey in the desert southwest, part of the Ice Time Hockey SW.com family. College Hockey Southwest Weekly is presented by College Bar and Grill, 502 South College Avenue in Tempe, and online at ilovecollege.co. Now, here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and I'm Tom Callahan.
1: Welcome in college hockey fans in the Desert Southwest, it's College Hockey Southwest weekly special edition for the NCAA tournament. I got a special guest host in, a guy that knows an awful lot about hockey, knows an awful lot about ASU, knows an awful lot about NCAA hockey, Greg Cameron with me from College Hockey News and some stuff on AZ Rubber as well right now, right? Thanks for having me back. Absolutely, great to have you in. but exciting time, isn't it? It is. This has uh,
2: been been a while in the making, believe it or not. It's not the four-year odyssey. It's been longer than that, and <laughs> watching it pay off has been a pretty cool thing from the journalistic side of things here.
1: You know, and what's neat for you is you grew up in New England, right? Yes. You came out here to ASU, so you, you've seen pretty much hockey all around the country, but you've never lost the enthusiasm for NCAA hockey. No, this time of year, to me, it's, it's probably the best tournament of all of college hockey of all of college sports that's exactly that like. right uh it,
2: it may be a smaller field than basketball it may be less teams you know of than football uh any of the bigger ncaa sports but this tournament in particular is very special to me uh, i've seen plenty of great teams growing up saw jack parkers bu terriers uh all these great teams in the northeast watched providence come from nothing to win a championship in boston it was uh very special
1: for all those teams. It can be special for Arizona State too if they can get by Quinn Fiac. You know, and I heard a lot of stuff on Selection Center going, oh, they must have been the last team in because they were the last team announced. No, no, folks, they actually got themselves in the middle of it. They're a three seed, so it's not like they snuck into this tournament or didn't deserve to be there. They definitely earned their way in, as Coach Powell said, but now that they're in, I looked at the four different regionals and personally, I think they may have gotten into the best regional for them. Your thoughts? I think all the regionals are very
2: close. I think this one in particular is the most interesting because you don't have two teams from the same conference in this one. You have Minnesota Duluth from the NCHC, uh, won that conference tournament over a very stacked St. Cloud team. You have Bowling Green, who's been uh, an up-and-comer this season, first tournament appearance since 1990. And you have Quinnipiac, who has, like Arizona State, become a very uh, interesting, newer team in the landscape. Uh, the fact that these teams don't meet, meet very often is something that I think is going to be very interesting to watch. And although, we do know that Quinnipiac's been here and uh, has hosted the Devils in uh, Connecticut on multiple occasions. They're a bit familiar with each other.
1: We're going to see what that's like. Yeah, Coach Powers told me they have actually played five times, which mm-hmm. is pretty unique in college hockey when you've only been a college hockey team for three plus years if you mm-hmm. want to count the, uh, the hybrid season. But when we look forward to, uh, to the competition in this tournament, you and I talked at Christmas time with the Desert Hockey Classic. Minnesota Duluth is in, Minnesota State's in, Clarkson's in, ASU is in. That's a pretty strong field for a holiday yes. tournament. There's no, better, uh, there's no better prep for a regional
2: than a, a, a proto-regional, if you will. Yeah. And uh, as was the case in December, for very, very good goalies. Yes. The one that isn't a Mike Richter candidate uh, in, the, in the in the Final Ten there, Ryan Bednard from Bowling Green. 18 wins, I believe. He probably, honestly, could have been one sure. of those Final yeah. Ten. Uh, this is going to be, I think, a very low-scoring game between ASU and Quinnipiac. A uh, lot of chances traded both ways, though. And I think the same goes in the Duluth versus Bowling Green matchup as well.
1: Here's the other interesting thing. When you looked at the four regionals, every other game is going to be completed in the first round when ASU takes to the ice, basically. Yep. They're playing the very last game. Good or bad in your estimation?
2: I think it's, I think it's ultimately a good thing. Uh, the rest factor doesn't really seem to be phasing these guys. We've no. talked to them all day today. Yep. Uh, none of them really... Uh, you don't see a lot of rust on them. It was a hard competitive practice today. They've made sure they've gone hard in the weight room. Uh, One thing that I do think uh, will play into their hand now is that it's a Saturday night game. It's gonna be a great time on both coasts to watch this game. Uh, So if you're familiar with the the name brand of Arizona State and you don't know what they're about yet, you're gonna get a good chance to look at
1: them. And the ESPN family's got all the games on, so that's where everybody can find the games. Um, Locally, Selection Sunday just happened uh, a couple of days ago. Great for the way that they put it together here at ASU. They brought them all out to the new golf facility. They had uh, supporters there. They had family there. They had administrators. What was your thought on that? Did they do it up right? Yeah, they definitely did. Uh, I
2: haven't seen very many uh, pictures from the other ones, but you know, it was it was uh, bag toss and shorts with <laughs> polos. It was. Uh, it was pretty much everything that we've seen from this okay. culture as a whole. It was very, it was very nice. The support they got. Ray Anderson was there, the athletic director. Uh, you saw some guys from the ACHA championship team in 2014 there. Uh, a lot of family, a lot of supporters. It was uh, it was it was quaint, but it was it was
1: nice food was great and, and too and the nice part about that also was it's a great recruiting film right it you is. put that on all of the oh, yeah. golf course and the the mountains in the background and the blue sky i mean who doesn't want to come play hockey at arizona state after you see that the biggest challenge
2: was getting the competitive team on the ice and they've done that this is just icing on the cake now that you get to be out by the pool waiting for your name to be called
1: so all right let's take a quick break we're going to come back with pj morocco and a little visit we did there talking to uh a freshman who's not really a freshman anymore. And then we'll come back with Dylan Holman, Coach Powers, and you and I will wrap it up and we'll talk what ASU has to do to actually win this thing.
0: Hey, you want to get rid of that sting from the rink? Or maybe wipe out the smell of smoke, pets, or other household irritants. When you need an organic-based odor, bacteria, virus, mold, or fungus eliminated safely, naturally, and with no harmful toxins or residues left behind, call on OxyPow. For more information or to get in touch, visit oxypow.com. That's O-X-Y-P-O-W com.
3: All right,
1: welcome in hockey fans in the desert of Southwest, College Hockey Southwest Weekly. This is our NCAA tournament preview. I've got a freshman with me who's not really a freshman anymore. P.J. Morocco is with me. P.J., first of all, welcome in. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So here we go, right? We're at the end of the regular season. You guys have had a whole bunch of time to sit and think about what's going to happen. We're four days away from your first trip ever to an NCAA tournament. Lots of firsts, lots of historic things happening, but tell me what's going through your head
3: right now, four days before the game. Uh, I think just excitement. Um, I mean, just another hockey game, but uh, I think to go down there first time, uh, I mean, history. I mean, I think last night was the first time I actually like it clued in that this is the first time and it, will be do- and it will be done a lot more down the road but this is the first one so uh, just excitement and uh, ready to go.
1: You know the last time we saw you on the ice here at Oceanside Ice Arena you scored a pretty big goal against AIC. What's your life been like since then? Has anything changed or are you still the same PJ? Uh, no,
3: the same PJ, <laughs> uh, I think just going out there working hard and trying to contribute as best as I can but um, no I think I am just... I think after that game, I think uh, I think I would say the veterans have definitely uh, put me back into perspective a little bit <laughs> after that, but no, definitely uh, no, just the uh, exact same. You
1: know, when I talk to the older guys on the
3: team, they talk about
1: how ever since day one, this was a family, right? Everybody fit in, there's no clicks, everybody's had a, a really good time getting along with each other. Is that rare from what you've seen
3: in hockey growing up? Uh, no, if, Hands down, um, I think uh, right from the start when we first got here in um, June, end of June, um, just the big difference from the leadership all the way down, um, welcoming welcoming us in as a family. And uh, I think even last year on my national team, um, you know, we just it still didn't have that uh, family. And it was this is just a special group of kids and. Uh, we definitely don't want the year to end anytime soon.
1: You know, we, we talked about that last weekend that you guys had up in Minnesota, and I know everybody would like to forget it, but sometimes when you don't play your best and you get beat like that, that's kind of like a little thorn in your side, a chip on your shoulder that you want to carry in and go like, we don't want our season to end this way. Is that kind of the way you guys have taken the last three and a half weeks?
3: Yeah, absolutely. I think, I mean, no one likes to lose, uh, but losing the last two games have definitely, um, definitely during this long break it's been a big chip on our shoulder I mean a lot of people can talk about that weekend and uh, <laughs> you know where we see it um, but uh, definitely a big chip and I think we're ready to go we've worked our our asses off for this moment so all year um, we're, we're excited
1: you know I know you guys didn't care who you played or where you played you just wanted to be in the tournament and you want to advance in the tournament but when I look at this bracket—Quinnipiac, Bowling Green, Minnesota Duluth—they're all good teams, but they're all teams that you can beat and have beaten at some point.
3: Yeah, um, you know what? I think it's the same mentality going into going into Penn State or uh, BU um, or BC coming in here. It's every team's good in college. Um, doesn't matter who, where you ranked. Where you're, I mean, we played RIT and gave us two hard games. Um, you can't take any team lightly. Um, I mean even Alaska I mean going all the way back to the first game <laughs> of the year it was like you're like 3-2 win and now you're so it's uh you can't take any team lightly and every team's great. Uh, it's a top 16 for a reason and um, yeah I know it's going to be a hard fought game and uh, we're ready for it. Is,
1: it. is it different knowing that one and done I mean if you lose you're done for the year Versus if you win, you continue on. Do you prepare mentally for the game differently, or is it the same as every game?
3: You know what, that's a, a great question. Uh, but honestly, we've been doing that since, uh, I would say, November. Um, every game we've been going into, if it's one game, um, you lose, season might be over. Um, right. So every game since November has been a must win, and I think that's prepared us for this moment, and we're, we're ready for it. Let's wrap it up by
1: you telling me a little bit, you've been in tournaments before, you've been in big pressure situations before. I'm guessing this might be the biggest one, yeah. but maybe not, but uh, when you think back to your career, how did you play those games and what will you take from previous experiences into this game on Saturday night?
3: Uh, you know what, just uh, going all the way back one year ago exactly now, uh, back to the RBC, um, I think it was just taking one game at a time, uh, one shift at a time. Uh, don't look ahead of the period, um, I think those are the biggest things It's just, uh, and having fun with it, I mean, this is a lifetime experience, um, you never know when you're going to do it again, yeah. so, uh, you know, just enjoy it, and take one shift at a time, and um, play your ass off.
1: Alright, PJ Morocco, thanks for your time, get out there, get started early this time, and let's, uh, let's see what we can do to those Bobcats from Quinnipiac. Thank you.
0: Pre-game like a pro, post-game like a champion at College Bar and Grill. Located across the street from the iconic A Mountain and Sun Devil Stadium and a quick walk from Wells Fargo Arena, College Bar and Grill is your home for the best local craft beer, delicious creative cocktails, tasty food, and Tempe's best atmosphere for Arizona State Athletics. College Bar and Grill. Pre-game like a pro, post-game like a champion. Online at ilovecollege.co
1: all right welcome in college hockey fans in the desert southwest college hockey southwest weekly a special edition the ncaa tournament i've got dylan holman with me senior dylan holman five years senior dylan holman i can say a lot of good things about you dylan but tell me a little bit about what this means to you 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 worked for this you
4: wanted to be here now it's just about here yeah i mean we've talked about it a lot um you know since i uh, first got here about what the goal was and and just kind of to see it become a reality i'm really happy um especially for the guys and the coaching staff who've who've put in so much time uh, you know in the time that i've been here to to see the hard work all pay off is is just incredible so
1: when you got here i know the goal was to get here what was reality in the back of your head we've talked about this before but tell us again what was the reality was this something you thought you were going to accomplish in your time here
4: yeah i mean i think you definitely you want to set realistic goals so we didn't think it was a um you know impossible by any stretch of the imagination but um obviously it was definitely a process. Um, you know, from the beginning, um, we struggled a lot for the first couple of years and, and there were times when it seemed like it was out of reach uh, to reach this goal within my last year. Um, but at the same time, we, you know, we had flashes of, uh, of times when we, we knew we could play with those top tier teams and it was just a matter of putting it all together and, and playing some consistent hockey for, uh, for the full course of a season. And, and you know, we were able to do that this year and, and we, uh, we made it happen. So now you're in the top 16 of all of NCAA college hockey. You didn't sneak
1: in, right? You were, even though they announced you as the last yeah. team, I know there were some nerves there, but you guys come in as a three seed, so it's not like you were the last team in or anything mm-hmm. like that. So
4: expectations going into this weekend, you expect to win? Oh, 100%. I mean, uh, you know, I think a, one thing that would be detrimental for us is to just be happy to be there. Um, I think, you know, Like I said, we've beaten some good teams this year, and and that's the expectation. Um, We're we're not just happy to be there, we fully expect ourselves to win in advance. um, So anything less than that is is gonna be a failure in our eyes. You
1: know, when I look at the four different regionals, I look at all of them and I'm going like, wow, you guys maybe got the best draw that you could have asked for. Um, Not to take anything away from other teams, but you can play with Quinnipiac, you can Mm -hmm. play with Bowling Green, you can play with Minnesota Duluth.
4: do you guys feel that way or did it really not matter uh i don't know if we necessarily look at it like that i mean you know anytime you make a nancy tournament you're playing a, a quality opponent every game um, right. that's a given so um each team that uh you know that we could potentially play going forward here is fully capable of being a you know being a national champion winner probably and uh so you know we're certainly not going to take anybody lightly um, um you know we're, t- we're taking it one game at a time we're focusing on quinnipiac and, and know they have a really good squad and we're just focused like we have been all year on just playing our game. And, uh, and, you know, if we do that and uh, we just let the chips fall where they may and uh, we'll, we'll be uh, happy with that.
1: You know, I watched practice today and I don't know that I've ever seen you guys practice so many different things. I mean, every detail is covered. Mm-hmm. Coach Powers is detailed very <laughs> much, but is this one of those
4: practices? Have you seen one like this before where he you said you that detailed on everything? Uh, you know, it's not often, but, um, <laughs> you know, we've talked already uh, earlier this week about how that's going to be the difference between winning and losing. is is a couple uh, small decisions and a few uh, details. You know, I think uh, you know they really. We've been talking about um, that um, that story with Tom Izzo, and the Michigan uh, coach kind of how he's t- taking some heat for holding his players accountable. But you know, he's we believe he's absolutely spot on to hold his guys accountable because similar to us, we're um, you know at this at this point in the season, one mistake can be the difference between winning and losing. And you know, different guys are going to get different amounts of ice time, so it, it's within each individual to go out there and do your job and, and make sure uh, you know, you're mentally prepared so that you know, those mental mistakes aren't going to cost us and, and potentially cost us the game.
1: Tell me what you expect on game day this time, knowing that it's a one and done, it's an NCAA tournament, all the eyes are on you, it's the last game of the Regionals, literally. Um, what do you expect it
4: to feel like, an hour or two before game time? Yeah, I mean nerves are definitely going to be a factor. Um, this is kind of the f- this is the first time, obviously, that this program has been in a one-and-done, uh, a winner-go-home situation, playing postseason hockey. So, um, for some of us who've been here for a while, it's been a while since we played, uh, you know, um, playoff hockey. Um, but at some point, you know, we've all done it in our careers played in some big games. Most of us, um, you know, some of us were lucky enough to win championships at the junior level or, or before that. So, it, it's um, but, you know, it's definitely a bigger stage. Um, it's going to be you know nationally televised. There'll be a lot of people there I assume, and uh, and the stakes are just that much higher. So. Um, for us, I think it's just going to be about controlling, and managing those emotions and, and maybe, you know, we haven't played in a while, so that first period to make sure we, you know, come out and not get ahead of ourselves and not try to make a, a home run play out of the gate and just, you know, stick with, the, stick with our game plan and, and then eventually the nerves will kind of fade away.
1: John Holman, appreciate your time as always. Good luck this weekend. Let's keep this thing rolling because
4: we have tickets to Buffalo. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Scott, for having me.
2: Hey, Michael here from M-Drive.
1: All right, welcome in college hockey fans in the desert southwest. This is a big week for College Hockey Southwest Weekly, for the Arizona State Sun Devils, for hockey in the desert southwest. I mean, you name it, this is what it's all about, right, Coach Powers?
5: Yeah, no, this, is, this, is, uh, this has been our goal for a long time, and, and we're here, and now we need to make the most of it. Making the
1: most of it. That's a good term. What uh, what are you doing in preparation for this particular opening game against Quinnipiac? Just
5: preparing for every situation that we might see. You know, I mean, it, we understand and, and completely know how, how good they're going to be, how well coached they're going to be, how disciplined they're going to be, how great their power play is. There, there's no holes. Um, you know, and that's what Rand has built there over the course of the last 20-plus years is, is just a, a, a perennial power top program. So... Uh, they've been in this situation many times and and uh, they're gonna be ready and um, Our guys are excited about it.
1: You know when I watched practice today I commented to a couple different guys including Dylan Holman I said have you guys gone through many practices this detailed? I mean you had everything covered from uh, five on threes to six on fives to an official on the ice um, I know you you're detailed. Yeah. And that no, was abs- really
5: detailed. Yeah, no, absolutely I mean it's it's why leave anything short, you know, right. we, we don't want any any situation to come up um on saturday uh that our guys aren't aren't confident and comfortable in and and, and it's not just you know almost instinct and uh so we had definitely not over prepared uh we don't want to we don't want our guys to overthink things in that that regard but for any specific situation they're 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 ready for it
1: you know it's been a long time since you last played a game i know you weren't happy with the performance um in minnesota the way it ended and everything and now is a redemption chance if you want, or is it just playing another game of hockey in the NCAA? Hockey no, game? I don't.
5: I don't think that's even that's even crossed our minds to redeem ourselves for one bad series. You know, it was uh, it was what it was, and, and we've completely washed that series in every way, and it didn't affect us. We knew it wouldn't affect us um, going into it, essentially. So um, it, it, it is what it is. You know, to to to, to try and you know. Um, you know redeem ourselves for one bad series in such a spectacular season uh wouldn't wouldn't really make much sense we've had a great year our guys have earned the right to go play in this tournament and compete for a national championship and that's exactly what
1: we're going to do you know when you look around college hockey and you look at the 16 teams that are in there you guys have played them beaten a lot of them um is there anybody you feel like maybe has a, a leg up on you guys, or are you guys as competitive as anybody there?
5: Well, we're certainly as competitive as anybody, and we've proven that. Um, it, it, there's, there's just one of the advantages to our schedule is, is we've seen everything. We've seen more tournament teams than any other buddy, anybody else in the, in the entire tournament. Um, so, so there's nothing really that we haven't seen. We didn't play Quinnipiac this year, but we have played them five times. Um, so we know what to expect and how hard they play and how good they're gonna be um so so no our guys are ready for whatever is thrown at them
1: you know you talk uh, playoff hockey obviously the goaltender is a big key but special teams are also a big key how do you take your chip on the shoulder style of play and play that style so that it doesn't hurt you
5: well i think we've done it a lot this year and we've gone through you know every game and generally when we can we can commit you know four or less penalties against we win yeah. um you know and and so it's a fine line with a young program um you know when we have to play so hard to compete um is finding that fine line and on 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 maintaining discipline and there have been some games this year where we haven't um and that, that's been addressed and there's been a lot of games more than more than than uh than than, than we haven't that, that we have you know and, and that's why we've won 21 games you cannot win 21 games against the schedule that we've played if if you're you know an, a quote-unquote undisciplined hockey team Have we had some games that have gotten away from us? Yeah, but uh, Again, those have been those have been uh, addressed and, and they'll be fixed
1: So obviously you don't have Jacob Wilson at least for the regional if you advance beyond that you'll get him back But uh, otherwise everybody else seems to have rounded into health with this three week three and a half week period off
5: Yeah, we're completely healthy, um, you know knock on wood. We're healthy. We're fresh Uh, the guys are strong they put in a ton of work with Leanne over this past uh, four weeks Um, so so we're in a great spot we really are
1: let's talk about uh how things are going to go when are you traveling what what's this whole structure like it's different with the ncaa right and yeah four teams in one spot it's uh
5: logistically it's a little bit of a challenge you know i mean they do the best that they can on short notice and we're gonna we're gonna leave here thursday morning and, and get out there thursday evening and uh drop our gear have a nice meal and wake up and, and, and experience the tournament you know and, and go to practice and and do the whole media stuff and uh, and then I think it's great that we, we play on Saturday night it gives our guys a chance to kind of take everything in a little bit watch some games on TV and and enjoy the experience and um, and settle in a little bit Good for the guys. How is it for a coach? Has to wait it all out. Are you okay with that? Totally fine with it. It, (laughs) I'm going to do the same thing. We we've worked tremendously hard to uh, to get here, and uh, so we're going to enjoy it. We're going to we're going to take it in and enjoy it uh, without the risk of of just being content being there. That's not who we are. That's not what we uh, what got us to this point. You know and and uh and we're gonna leave it all out there like i told i mean our guys know there's no pressure on us nobody expected us to get here um and and nobody expects us to go be quinnipiac you know and so our guys are going to be loose they're going to play hard they're going to have fun um and uh you know i I like i like where we're at
1: let's wrap things up with uh, talking a little bit about sunday and the selection show and the gathering you guys had and the support that you had it's uh it's making some progress right now making some waves isn't it
5: yeah it's gaining traction and, and we had a, a tremendous um you know turnout it was, it was awesome it was great to see uh it, our players deserve it they deserve that kind of support and then to be honest they've, they've gotten it pretty much all year um, this place is a fun place to play and um, asu's treated us great on campus they're treated very well
1: and i think
5: very well received and and uh you know having a winning year certainly doesn't hurt
1: well, the next time we talk, it's going to be uh, at the regional, but after that, can you let yourself think about what a Frozen Four appearance would mean? Or, <laughs> I don't even want to think about that at this I, point. I
5: honestly, I haven't even gone there, man. Like it, it, it's, uh, it, it's, it's, there, there's no reason for us to stray from what got us to this okay.
1: point, and that's focus on what's right in front of us. That's what I wanted to hear. Good luck this weekend, Coach.
0: Want to do something fun and interesting for your next group outing? family get-together, or birthday party? Well, check out an ice rental at Oceanside Ice Arena. Oceanside offers private skating group rates that include figure or hockey skate rental for all skaters in the group. Oceanside also does private ice rental for hockey and other events as well. Call Adam Mims at 480-941-0944, extension 11, or visit them online at OceansideIceArena.net.
1: All right, welcome into to uh, College Hockey Southwest Weekly. We're gonna wrap things up. i got Greg Cameron still with me. College Hockey News, Arizona rubber, AZ rubber, I guess we call it officially. But um, an insider, right? You know everything that's going on with this program. I read your articles, I know what you've done, I know the research you've done. Yes, um, thank you. <laughs> and uh, you've done a fantastic job. It's always fun because down here in the desert southwest, it's, it's also an educational, Part of it, right. It I mean, I was out at college bar on, on Saturday or Sunday for the selection show, and there were fans coming up to me asking me, like, "Tell me how how this happened. How do people get here? Mm-hmm. How do these teams get here? How do they match up?" It's it's different because if you're not familiar with college hockey, you look at the regionals and you go West Regional in Fargo, North Dakota. Yep. A, mid, <laughs> a Midwest in Allentown, PA. Oh yeah. The rest of them match up okay. Yes. But in the hockey world, this is as big as it gets. Correct. It is, and. Uh, To your point, some of those fans are going to learn a lot
2: about hockey that they didn't know already, uh, whether it's just in the rules, in how Arizona State plays, in how some of the best programs in the nation play, and uh, in particular how the Quinnipiac special teams operate. They're both top five (laughs) units, power play and penalty kill, and they're getting a Hobie Baker candidate back and Chase Prisky. So it'll be very interesting.
1: Okay, so let's talk specifically about this ASU team and what they have to do to advance. But before we jump into that, I want to backtrack to that last weekend at Minnesota. It's one that Coach Powers said they've flushed. Nobody wants to remember. It was a bad taste in their mouth. It it certainly generated a lot of interest around the hockey world, Mm -hmm. the college hockey world. How important, and Coach Powers didn't want to talk about redemption, but you and I can, How important is a really good run in the tournament, and more importantly, some really good hockey to redeeming themselves, if that's a word we can use? Well, I
2: think uh, playing disciplined hockey is something that they've wanted to do at all times. It's a lot harder given the challenges they faced in Minnesota. That was a hot team, uh, Olympic sheet. There's a lot of different factors you can point to there. I right. think uh, just having everything. Illness, injuries. Exactly. a senior weekend. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so much going on there. Uh, certainly doesn't uh, excuse their entire performance, but it's something that they know they can tighten down. And uh, one thing that I look forward to is the senior leadership that's been here uh, four years, three years, four years now. And um, they're going to definitely make sure it's reined in. Very spirited practice today, as you yep. saw, yep. Uh, but uh, like they said in the pressers, they're ready to, they're ready to hit someone else now.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's been a long time since they've been on the ice against somebody else, but one thing that I noticed in practice today before we get into the actual game stuff again is that this was really detailed. Coach Bowers left no stern, stone unturned. He turned everything over. He was on the top of everything, mm-hmm. and he told me he did that because he didn't want the guys to come into a situation that they weren't familiar with. Exactly, and they're
2: going to get into Allentown uh, at a relatively uh, reasonable time, not too early, not too late. So one thing that is going to be interesting for them there is what prep they do there. They've already done a lot here. They've watched a lot of film, uh, a lot of scenario-specific things happened today. And uh, I think that's uh, definitely going to be important as we head to their departure for Allentown
1: okay so they arrive in allentown coach told me they're getting in thursday night they're going to have their allotted one hour time slot they're going to meet the media i said what's game day going to be like for you and he said you know what we're going to soak it all in yeah. we're going to wake up friday morning we're going to do our practice and our media thing but then we're going to watch hockey we're going to watch everybody else play yep. Not everybody play on saturday then we're going to get into our game mode so now you're ready for game mode what does this team have to do in your estimation to get a W and move on to uh, the finals in the regional. One thing we always talk
2: about is how they come out and start games, yeah. especially off of uh, repeated weeks off, two weeks, three weeks. Uh, first 10 minutes are gonna be crucial. Uh, obviously, we just touched on the discipline factor. One thing that I think uh, is not very noticeable in the statistics, but has been more noticeable as we uh, finish the second half of the season here is the face-off numbers. Yeah. They need to improve in the face-off circle. Uh, yeah. it's, Good if you point. look at the numbers, Quinnipiac, 17th in the nation face-offs at 51.7%. Sun Devils are around the uh, 44th, 45th spot, and the difference between them is not very significant. But still, you, one is above 50%, one is below 50%. And if you're gonna control the puck on against this Quinnipiac team that defends their neutral zone well, you're gonna have to win faceoffs.
1: So we talk about faceoffs. In your estimation, is that a mental thing or is that a skill thing?
2: I you're I couldn't right tell you. I
1: when I played youth hockey, it always it always seems so much more
2: simple than it really right. is, right? But uh, there's gamesmanship to it. There's the there's the experience factor going into this tournament. Uh, pressure, if you want to call it that. Uh, I think it's just something that the 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 rotation of centers that they've yeah. seen, the the mixing of lines, it uh, it's going to need to be uh, very very specific to what
1: Quinnipiac is going to pressure them with. And, and, and you know when I when I think and I played center all the way up into college and One of the things I thought was if you have a mental advantage, it's the advantage that you're ready for the face-off, you're ready for the drop of the puck. Some guys just aren't quite focused all the time and that split second can be all the difference in the world. So let's hope that they're sharp on that end. I have all indications from watching today and watching this last three weeks of uh, preparation that they are ready for it. Let's talk specifically about Golton. We already talked about Joey Decord. I would say you have to give him a slight advantage if nothing else, right? I think so, just based on experience.
2: Uh, Andrew Shortridge, great numbers this year, Uh, very much like Connor Hellebuck uh, in the first year of the Mike Richter Award, which he won. (laughs) Which uh, he won, right. With very similar (laughs) numbers. And he, uh, the thing with Shortridge is that he spent a lot of time platooning. And uh, Joey DeCord has played a full NCAA season. I think at this point, uh, Joey DeCord's seen a lot more than Andrew Shortridge has. Not to say that Andrew Sherwood will be surprised by this Arizona State team. I think the ECAC has yeah. been very, very competitive uh, from the defensive standpoint down the stretch here. Uh, you saw all those teams, the Cornells, the Clarksons, uh, you saw Brown even just tighten up on defense, get it done. And uh, it's something that Quinnipiac is going to do, but it's something that Arizona State will have somewhat of an advantage the pipes
1: and I think there's another advantage that I saw at least an advantage for the ASU team within the locker room is you and I have seen what this team is like without Johnny Walker we've seen him with Johnny Walker he doesn't necessarily have to score but when he's on the ice you gotta account for him yes and when you gotta account for him that means you're probably leaving somebody else open exactly and one of the things that we saw today was trying
2: to switch guys around in the power play uh, get some guys open it's something that uh, that top five uh, penalty kill for Quinnipiac is going to try and take away it's something that's been a focus for everyone since that night against Omaha when he scored four goals from the right. same exact spot uh, <laughs> if you haven't watched that film you have to see it. yeah you probably <laughs> got to watch that before uh, it's pretty uh, pretty simple what you need to do there.
3: So,
1: now, I want to also talk about Johnny and the effect that he has on Joey I asked Joey this last week I said in Minnesota you looked a little bit lost because you know where Johnny is on the ice. When you're clearing the puck and he said, yeah, you're right. I, you know, I look for him along the boards mm-hmm. to, uh, at, at center ice, basically, to uh, give him the puck. How big a factor do you think that's going to play in this game? And Somewhat of a big factor.
2: Quinnipiac is very good at taking that away. Right. Uh, from what I've seen from their season, uh, that neutral zone play, again, is fantastic. I think that they're going to be somewhat surprised at just how good he is at handling yeah. people know that he's a great puck handler but once you see him come out take a, a puck away from the rim it's going to be it's going to be a surprise it's uh he he's where their breakout starts a lot of times he's going to be uh, a little bit more reserved i think being this being a winner go home game but right. uh, it's going to be something
1: that they're not quite accustomed to seeing as well all right before i ask you for your prediction I'm going to talk a little bit about Coach Powers and the experience that he has. Although he's only in year four in the NCAA, he's been through the gauntlet, right? He's played, he's gone through the ACHA tournament. I don't care what quality of hockey you want to say ACHA is, winning five games to win a national championship in a matter of six days, five days, or four games in five days, however it may be, that gives you some experience and some confidence. It, Your does. On it does, Coach uh, Powers. It does. That
2: term is very special too, given how many teams get into that and <laughs> the way the brackets set up. Right. Uh, you didn't see the uh, Lindenwood team that dominated the season this year uh, make it to the final. I think that just speaks volumes to uh, the amount of competition in the ACHA. One of the things that he was very good at at the ACHA level was game planning for these uh, high talent teams, the Minot States, uh, the Iowa States even the school down the road here uh it's something i know you can't say that yeah (laughs) i don't want to i want them to i want them to get a program one day but come on it's you know it's in my blood at this point i think uh i I think his game plan is going to be on point uh and that's something that he's learned from his time behind the bench he Will definitely uh, be ready for some of the things that Rand Pecknold does. Yeah. Uh, but like he said in the press conference, Rand Pecknold's a fantastic coach. He's done a lot of things similar at Quinnipiac to what uh, Powers is trying to do here.
1: All right. Final two questions for you. Number one, how important is success in this regional tournament for the continued growth of this program? Uh, you know you, you want them to
2: you want them to make more noise uh, if you 're a college hockey fan in general, never mind an Arizona state fan right. uh, or someone that follows hockey in the valley. but uh, I think uh, they 're not happy with just getting there, but yeah. at this point, getting there has been a tremendous accomplishment right. it 's more about setting them up now for the future years once they get this experience they 're going to know what 's going to happen. Uh, In years to come, in regionals, whether they win uh, this game this weekend or not.
1: All right, prediction done. I'm gonna let you go first, that way I won't bias you in my what I'm gonna say. But let me know what you think. I don't think you're gonna like
2: uh, what I have to say. (laughs) I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a low-scoring game. Two great goalies, obviously. Uh, The the advantage that Quinnipiac has is getting Chase Prisky back. Uh, I think he's gonna be a little bit too much for the. 4-check and the neutral zone pressure for Arizona State. However, I think it's gonna be something like 2-1, one maybe we get some overtime too. It's gonna be a battle.
1: All right, you heard it from a Sun Devil fan who's not gonna speak biasly. <laughs> okay, I'm a Sun Devil fan. I didn't go to Sun to Sun Devil Nation here at ASU. I actually went to Minnesota Duluth and I'm gonna throw this out. I am so confident in this team, like I have been since July. I think they beat Quinnipiac and I think they upset Minnesota Duel my alma mater to go to their first Frozen Four hour. It's on tape, folks. <laughs> Greg Cameron, thanks for stepping in for me today. My man Tom Callahan is out. Thanks for um, having me. We've got a lot of podcasts coming up. This is number two of ten, so we're going to be doing a lot of stuff all the way through the Frozen Four, and uh, look forward to uh, visiting again down the road here, because i got a feeling AFC is going to keep playing.
2: I, uh, I would
1: not be shocked if they did, I'll tell you that much, despite my prediction here.